0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. On this podcast, we examine how the period stigma, along with various other stigmas, have impacted women and menstruators' health throughout the years. My name is Kate, and I'll be your host, along with many other amazing guests. I'm a registered dietitian with a master's degree in human clinical nutrition. I'm also the founder of Funkit Wellness, a menstrual health company. So, if you're ready to learn more about yourself, your cycle and the world, tune in and let us know what you think. This podcast is brought to you by Funkit Wellness. Check out their seed cycling kits on www.funkitwellness.com. Good chats podcast. I am so excited today because Alex is here from The Agenda Period and she is going to teach us all about using our menstrual cycle for our work. And She has taught me so much about this in the past nine months. And it has been an integral part of Funkit's growth and success is being able to use my menstrual cycle. Even just right before this, we were talking about, you know, we've both just ovulated and we can feel that little bit of a shift. So it's like, how do we change this? But Alex, you jump in, tell us all about you. And then we are going to teach all these beautiful people how to maximize their menstrual cycle with their work.
1: Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm so, I'm so excited. I love your brand too. And I'm so excited to like hang out with more period entrepreneurs, our period preneurs. I like, I am getting my kids starting young. I just had babies and, uh, they're now eating solid food. So they are eating seeds with me in the morning because they're ground. I checked on Google that it is safe. And they're like, actually it's encouraged for their brain health. I was like, yes, funk it seeds for the whole family. This is perfect. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Um, business periods i'm happy to chat about the whole thing whatever you want me to talk about today i love this idea of using our menstrual cycle turning it from something that we hate we can't talk about was filled with shame and regret and stigma i mean like actually my period is awesome and i'm using my menstrual cycle for my benefit not for your benefit so yeah that's what i'm all about so happy to to do whatever you want to talk about today
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about all of those things, but first tell us how this all got started. You know, we all end up in this periodpreneur world for a reason. I'd love for you to share your story and how you ended up here.
1: Yeah, I actually would never have a bazillion years thought that I was going to have a business about periods because I never wanted to have a business and I hated my periods. So it's like very interesting to like find myself here and I'm totally obsessed with both of those things. Um, So actually I have a business degree, but... I thought corporate America kind of sucked, and I was like, I would never like want to have a business um, because they like are mean to people and bad. And um, then an advisor of mine was like, Hey, you know, if you had your own business, you could do however you wanted. I was like, Light bulb! Light bulb moment. Um, So like, I think that's something I really like about your work as well as like creating something new we don't just have to do the system as usual the plan as usual. So that was a a seed that started way back when I was in college, Um, but I still took me a while to start my own gig I, I worked with other nonprofits worked a lot in the education space. And finally, decided in 2018 that I wanted to start a company. So I started a health coaching company to help people really feel back in alignment with their bodies. It's actually called Fully Aligned Coaching. It's my fun little coaching biz. Um, And when I started that process, it was a little bit overwhelming to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I learned how to run other people's business, like to administer a business of someone else's, but it's totally different than running your own shop. So another mentor of mine, it's like, the universe always puts the right people in your path right just at the right time they're like why don't you just like start tracking your sales conversions um, just so I could have the data and see that people were in fact paying me to be their coach. So I was like, okay, when I started tracking that, I found out that I had higher sales in the ovulation phase of my cycle. And my mind was totally blown. I learned about cycle thinking. We talk about it a lot. I've, I've seen you guys talk about it. at get like sh- shifting. Well, it is actually the whole purpose of your seeds, right? Shifting yeah. what you eat, depending on where you are in your cycle cycle, hashtag cycle thinking. Um, but I was like, but why are we not doing this for business? Like, i really need someone to show me how to batch my tasks with the four phases of my menstrual cycle and when i didn't find that product on the market i I was like well i guess i'll just make it so that kind of took a really winding path from 2019 until now making a physical planner and then moving into the app space there was a lot of reluctance and up and down ups and downs in that process but um yeah, now the, the, the app of the, the agenda period MVP app is launched. It's on, on app store and the like iOS and Android. And uh, it's, it's helping folks connect the dots between their cycle, their physiology, their moods and what they want to work on so that they can have maximum ease in their life.
0: I love that so much. And it's so crazy. You know, I had a similar story, like never thought I was going to start a, business, a little bit about my period, but you know, when I did start my business, luckily I met you pretty early on because I was in this whole period world and I had never even thought about, you know, oh, I can actually like, and that makes sense. And that's what I want to talk about. So you guys have helped me so much personally in my luteal phase, but can you just, before I jump too much about my own story, I want, can you just tell us, okay. So we know we have four phases of our cycle, menstruation, um, the follicular phase, ovulatory, and luteal phase. So if you guys are listening and you don't know that, those are the four phases. What are, take us through the mood shifts and how that can impact business. And then I want to get in next to the batching your tasks. I think that's such a key takeaway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So high level, um, this is kind of like the tap method. <laughs> so the uh, first, the menstrual phase, I think of this as the time for planning where the lower lower energy um, archetypally, some people talk about this as the inner winter. And I think that gives a really clear mental picture of how you may feel during your menstrual cycle. Like during the winter, you may want to be curled up. You may be more in, inwards, So that's a, it's a really good time. And I teach like planning your tasks during this phase, because in the past follicular phase, Alex used to run my calendar and she would plan. So, and like, that's how I've actually seen this taught a lot is like, do your planning in the follicular phase. I'm like, she's a psychopath and I am not giving her my calendar because like I would plan too many things. And then three weeks later in the luteal phase I would hate my life and then feel guilt and shame and be confused as to why I didn't want to do the things I planned because they sounded like a great idea when I planned them. Um, and that's a, a, a really common pattern. that I've seen a lot of our customers get trapped into when they plan in the follicular phase so like nope i'm all about planning in the menstrual phase so i have a little bit more clear-headedness i'm thinking into the future what is going to feel good and sound good in a couple of weeks and that's how i think about my plan um and in terms of starting a new project great time to think about what are all those components let me make a list let me journal about it during the menstrual phase then when we move to the follicular phase that's like our inner springtime. This is a great time to go do the things you just planned to do. So go talk to people, network, call up a friend, get some support, be, be more external because that's when estrogen is on the rise. And that really leads well to the brain to do those kind of tasks. It also supports serotonin. So if something doesn't go quote unquote well, it's gonna roll up our back a little bit more easily during that phase. So it's a great time to kind of make mistakes and things can be a little messy. I find that we have much more rebound during that time of the cycle then um, ovulation is the shortest phase. That's like our inner summertime. So there's some potency here because of what is going on in our biology. Um, And this creation energy, not just important. If you want to have a baby, it's important for our lives all the time. Anyway, for ourselves, who we are as people, as entrepreneurs. Um, So this is a great time to ask for what you want. If you're working for someone else, Ask for a raise, a great time to do sales conversations, record videos. You may feel like, oh, man, I look great today. It's a great time to record something, um, do a talk, you know, any of that kind of work. Uh, and then in the luteal phase is a great time to organize, analyze, go through projects. It's kind of like that inner autumn time. Um, actually, I would love to give an example from how th- what this funnel looks like in my coaching business. If, if that's okay. Cause like, yeah. how, like, how does this play out? Like practically, like, what does this actually look like?
0: I think that's super helpful. Cause it's like awesome to have all the information, but yeah, my next question was going to be, okay. So what does that look like? Tell me what you think that this would look like in real life.
1: Yeah, so this is how it works with my company, but you can kind of see parallels for whatever work you do. So I figured out, I, I have a public speaking background, I found out I got a lot of clients if I would do free talks and workshops, so I would, this is before the agenda period, but I was kind of already working with the framework before everything was formalized. So what this would look like is during my menstrual phase, I would plan, I would say, okay, I want a couple, I want you know three new clients, and I tend to get at least bare minimum one new client per talk that I give at like a high level coaching package, right? So I would say, okay, now I need to, I want to plan three talks. Where can those go? I would do all of that work saying, okay, these are the number of clients I want. These are the number of talks I need to give. I'm going to give it out this topic, this topic, this topic. That's going to be fantastic. And some sometimes this may take two cycles or three cycles to get fully realized, but you can kind of see the picture. So then, in the follicular phase, I would call people, Hey, hey, Kate, I know you got a, a space. Can I like host a talk here? I'd like to host it for your audience. I'd like to talk about cycle syncing, whatever. Yeah, sure. So we plan, we get those things on on the uh, the calendar, have the talk, and then maybe I would offer some like consulting sessions for people when I'm ovulating. Say so like, okay. You went to the talk, you had a great time. If you'd like a one-on-one coaching session with me, totally free of charge. Here's how you can sign up. And I would put days right around like the end of my follicular phase, right around ovulation. And then my conversion rate was fantastic because I felt confident. I was clear in what I was delivering to people. there's not about bait and switch. It's just about using my natural abilities to their highest level. Um, so those, that's when I would like have those conversations and then in the ludeo phase, getting people set, set up, getting the calendar set, getting contracts out, um, doing the invoicing, right? All of those details and making sure everything was lined up. And then away we go. So I found this, this became a really repeatable funnel for getting clients onboarded into my coaching practice.
0: I love that. And I love that it is using what has traditionally been, oh you know, you have PMS, you have irregulators in your cycle, so you're unpredictable, but you're, it's pretty predictable. Our cycles yeah. are very predictable. And I love that you matched like your exact task with your cycle. And so you clearly started a whole company around it. So tell us about that. What if you learned, you know, from other people using this method or what some feedback that you've gotten?
1: That's, a that's a great question. I, I love that you pointed out that it's actually not unpredictable. We I, almost everyone, when we ask them, like, do you have a regular or regular cycle? Most people say irregular, but then when they start tracking it, they're like, Oh, it's actually regular. Cause like, they thought like, well, it always started on the first Tuesday and now it started on a Wednesday. So it must not be regular. I'm like,
0: count the number of days. I used to think like that. (laughs) Thirty days, And I was like, well, mine's just changing all the time because it's like one day it'll be on this day. Then one day it'll be on the next. And then I was like, "Mm." and my cycle is actually 32 days. So it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, like when people start to actually just look at the information, they see how predictable they are. Like I even joke around about it. Like I have a like day 24, I don't want to talk to anyone. So I start like blocking it off on our calendar, but we we like actually get to see how predictable we are so that we can support ourselves. Um, and people have found even people in traditional jobs who maybe can't flex flex or change their schedule is just knowing the information they feel so much better. Which is like the insight I really came to after we made the physical planner before we moved to the app is I, I interviewed over a hundred women. Like what's your planning system? They're like, it's a shit show. <laughs>
0: They're like, that's what uh, I would <laughs> say. I would be like, yep, I need you in my life. But like they say,
1: it's it was all on my calendar. It's all on my electronic calendar. And I was like, light bulb moment. There has to be a way to, to put your period stuff on your calendar because women were saying, I have my personal stuff. I have my business stuff. I have my partner stuff. I have my kids stuff. Everyone trying like, and that is a whole other topic about unpaid labor that women are made to manage that we, we might not get into right now, but if they're still doing that, how can we support them? And so we actually sync the period information to Google Calendar the entire cycle. So it's right there. So even if you can't change like, but you pop up your calendar the night before and you're like, oh crap, I've got three meetings today and I'm in the luteal phase and I don't feel like doing any of that, but I'm gonna make sure I get enough sleep. I'm gonna take a green juice with my coffee instead of just drinking the coffee. Like it helps with our discernment and it helps us to know that it's just normal. So the amount of stress and anxiety by just having that information is greatly reduced for people because they just know what to expect and then they can support themselves. Yeah, that
0: is, that's huge. I mean, I think just being aware, even if you can't change, like, you know, we do alter our schedules at Bunkett around our cycles, but we're, in, we're, start, we're a startup, we're small. Like, there's some things you just have to do, and it doesn't matter. And so I think just being aware and knowing, okay, I need an extra hour of sleep here, or maybe I need an extra, like, lunch break, or I need an extra walk during the day, or yes. whatever it is to be aware, I think knowledge is power. So like what you're doing is creating cycle knowledge, which gives you power at work.
1: Yeah. And like, let's say you can't change it for the next two months. You're booked out. Your, your calendar's crazy. But like, then you know, okay, but maybe I can change it in month three and I'm going to go yep. ahead now and I'm looking ahead and I'm going to approximate what this days are going to be. And I'm going to just say. No meetings, no meetings, no meetings, and I'm gonna do other work for myself. So it's really like we're playing a long game here that in the future, I always wanna make that a possibility and open up people's mind to let them know it's possible is yes, maybe today, maybe the next month, maybe the month after that. But when you think about this in the long-term play, you can absolutely start to shift your calendar because right now our whole world is oriented around men's calendars. So if we can do that, we can also do this. Yes, it really is because
0: they're on that 24 hour cycle. So they can wake up every day, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, r- rinse and repeat. We can't, it's just different. And I'm, I get frustrated because when I was talking about this with someone else the other day, I was talking about menstrual leave, which is a whole other topic we can get into if we want mm-hmm. to, but they're like, well, don't you think that perpetuates the stereotype that women are weak? And I was like, first off, who's saying that? Because it's not true. And second off, no, I think it really just shows you that our whole society has been built on the patriarchal culture of a 24 hour cycle. And when we give women the tools or menstruators the tools to be able to use their cycles for their power, I would bet you their productivity is going to triple.
1: Yeah, so maybe I have a couple slower days, but that I feel energetically rebound and I'll work. And not that hustle culture is the point. It's not the purpose. I think there's the whole other, like you said, there's a whole other sickness to the way that we expect people to show up. But I know that I can work a 12, 13, 14 hour day sometime because I'm just like so on it and so inspired. And it's not that I'm like, I don't have an option. It's like I get in a workflow Um, and that's okay. And then I, other days I don't do that. I don't do that in the same way. It's like no one it women are working enough hours don't you mind don't you mind that don't you ever uh, for a minute think like there's a woman in your life you're like she's really is she doing her fair share like i've never met a woman who's not a woman mentor who's not doing enough work so that's that's so tired and i'm so sick of that because people say the same thing to me too um but also women make up 47 percent of the workforce in the united states of paid labor it does not include all the unpaid labor and that just means we're not using our physiology to our advantage. That means businesses are losing out because they have a blind spot and they would actually be getting healthier, happier, more satisfied employees if they had a flexibility in the scheduling. And if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that people can work from home. People can have flex schedules and not lose productivity. So I think we, uh, we've we got enough data now to, to safely say, like, that's bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like... I know like our whole team, like we're all in the same cycle and Alex is on the same cycle as our whole team. So like we were all had the first day of our period on the same day the other day. And I was like, that's it. It was a Friday. I was like, we're leaving early. Like go enjoy your weekend, like rest, recover, come back, ready to work on Monday. Like that goes so far. And I think that we don't realize that, you know, we really like the hustle culture and I'm so guilty of it. Like I'll feel guilty sometimes if I'm not working and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm at the end of my luteal phase, that work is going to cause a spiral. If I sit here on the computer all night, I'm going to spiral. And so, yeah, I love that you guys just point that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's challenging because we are, it's so conditioned. It's so conditioned, but when we can start to question that we see, like we we're just healthier, mentally more healthy. So just feeling so much better in our bodies and that's the kind of world I want to help create for my daughters, for all the people's daughters, for all the, all, all the world, you know, like to regain this kind of balance, because it is clear we are out of balance and out of whack by ignoring the way that this works, by ignoring the natural order of things, by pushing through, like one of my least favorite phrases is anything you can do. I can do bleeding because like, yes, that's true. Cause women are fucking badass. but no, like stop ignoring your body. You are not a robot. You are not a machine. You are a a complex being with needs and you do not have to work all the time. So
0: it's so tough. I mean, like, yeah, I shared that on LinkedIn. So back to like similar to that initially, I shared it on LinkedIn and I braced myself not five minutes. I had 10, not comments, DMs. not comments, DMs from men about it. And I'm like, oh, so you you want to comment on my post because you don't want anyone to know you feel like this, but you have an issue with it. And like, well, it's not fair. And I was like, well, are you having to physically shed your uterine lining every month? I mean, if we're going to go there, that's not fair. Like that every single person said it's not fair. And I was like, that's a really interesting point. Thanks for coming in my DMs,
1: bye. Equity means that everyone gets what they need. Yeah, it doesn't mean we're all exactly the same. It doesn't mean we're all the same. It doesn't mean we all get the same things because like, I don't need a pair of glasses. So why would you buy me a pair of glasses? I don't need glasses. Yeah. Equity means that like people get what they need because we're seeing them in their uniqueness, in their complexity, in their humanity. And we are addressing that gap. Oh, I would have. Oh, yeah. But I, I hear the same kind, those same kind of things all yeah. the time.
0: Yeah. I just sent them a bunch of research studies that have been, I was like, I'm not engaging in this. I'll give you my, this is my opinion. And <laughs> then I was like, and here's a bunch of research studies on com- or countries that do do this and have done it for a long time and the workforce is super productive. So yeah, that was just an interesting thing I thought we could chat about on here because it relates back to it, like getting what you need. And How cool if you go to your boss and take your, like, I love the physical like planner, but like take your app or your physical planner with you and say, you know, this is what I've got going on. This is where I want to shift some things. You know, how would you recommend broaching that conversation if you don't work for yourself and it is like a more corporate environment?
1: I would say like, know the temperature because we're like, I always live in between the world that I want to create and the world that is here currently right and I can that's get a good point pulled in those directions and so I think knowing what what you're up against because there's something still like 57 percent of men think it's inappropriate to talk about periods at work yet like I don't know how many dick and ball jokes I've like had to hear are, like at work thank you like from grown men like talking about boners and I'm like oh like we're supposed to just like laugh about it or like that like that's fine but you can't. We're like So like, it's like kind of knowing what's the, what's the situation. If you're like me, I'm a little bit of a button pusher. pusher, So like, I start to like be a little bit more honest. (laughs) Um, But if not, you can just say, Hey, this isn't this, this time doesn't work. I would propose this meeting time instead. You don't have to tell anyone why you don't have to say like, it would just be like any other meeting or any other appointment that you have. You know, people have a pretty clear corporate culture now of like, I need to go to this or I need to do this. Um, or even just say like, I've got another thing on the calendar already and work on whatever you want to be working on. But just say like, I I find that that if you're not in a supportive place right now, maybe like Godspeed and maybe like find a more supportive place. But if that's not possible, just saying like, I I propose this time instead. So it doesn't even stop people thinking like, why can't you do that? Like, what's wrong? Why, why don't you want to meet on that time? It's just like going straight to, Hey, that time actually doesn't work work for me um i i can meet on monday at at 5 p.m and like that's what i've done a lot for people who are outside of my company is i don't always i don't always tell everyone like i i'm not going to meet with you because i'm taking a period day of rest but i'll just say like i'll just like here's a new time that would work for my calendar instead and i've never had anyone even question or even like it doesn't even raise a flag for people there's like okay yeah that time works i'm like great i'll send your calendar invite.
0: That's awesome. I know I worked at um, a tech company and I was the only female and I'm also a button pusher. And so I would just be like, I want my period. Like, you know, like I need a day off or I need to do this. Like, and I mean, I was, yeah,
1: so if you feel safe, um, I encourage you. To I take did that, not like,
0: on feel it. safe, but I just was like, <laughs> I gotta get out of here give me a give
1: me a break um so yeah if you can like I would say that's how the culture shifts because I can tell the diff the temperature compared to when I first started this company and I told people about it versus now and and a lot of that is just like how I project the information and the framing that I hold people don't give me as much pushback because I'm like yeah boom this is what we do we talk about periods and they're like Oh my gosh, that's
0: so cool! Versus like
1: at first I was like, I'm like, help people with their periods,
0: and like that. <laughs> people were like, I was that's the, so weird. <laughs> I was the exact same when I first launched Funkit, I was like, yeah, like I make food for your period, and now I'm like, I own a mental health company, and people are like, oh, that's badass, and I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So like if
1: you can use your privilege in that way and you're listening, I would say like do it, help blaze a trail, like make this because like the more we talk about it, whatever we own can't own us. Right. So when we're out and proud and loud about all this stuff, like you can't make me feel bad about it. What are you going to say to me?
0: Oh, I'm I'm like, oh, keep in mind. I got fired from that job for anyone. Who's listening. <laughs> so like, don't take my advice. If you're concerned about getting fired, I was not. so I think I need to clarify I'm super open about that too like
1: I got fired from
0: that job it's the only (laughs) job I've ever gotten fired from and it was the happiest day of my life I quit and they're like you're fired and I was like okay like "Cool.
1: cool bye yeah just like it where show up where have the conversations where you can like maybe it's like getting your partner on board and having them understand what you're going through like hey like there's a part of the end of the luteal phase, I cannot stand my kids crying. It's just like nails on a freaking chalkboard. I'm like, help tag me in. I need to sleep. Get me out of here. (laughs) But like having those, like find those pockets, find those people, find if it's a friend you need to reach out to whatever, because again, that just really helps us in the long run, be able to create the new world that we want to see.
0: Yeah. And I think it's really cool too, because if you have that conversation with your partner, it loops everybody in and you can all be on the same page and really understand. And I think any education we can provide is valuable. So yeah, you know yourself the best. And you know, some people like luteal phase is awesome. I'm a little bit of an extrovert and I'm the same as you. My follicular, I used to plan everything the follicular phase because that's what I heard. And then I was like, wait a minute this is not a good idea because she is a psycho and she is planning (laughs) my calendar way too much. And she wants to have 10 meetings a day. And I really only want to have two meetings a day. And (laughs) no point. I love that with your partner. That's such a good point to like, bring that up. Yeah.
1: Because I heard this on a different podcast, I think one time, they're like the woman's energy runs a household. So you're either going to be Flowing with it, or you are going to be dragged.
0: By it. <laughs> I love that because Alex seed cycles with me. That's my husband's name, is also Alex. And so he's like, "Are we radiating, or are we nurturing?" Like he like knows the cycle now. Oh, that's and so like, cute. And like when that. I have a libido spike, he's like, "I think you're ovulating. We you should be careful." <laughs> like, so like he's gotten so much more in tune yes. with my cycle, and it's cool because it really does strengthen your relationship.
1: Yes, yeah, because like we have we have language, we have jokes about it. My husband actually planted planted a seed for me mm-hmm. when we were still dating. He he sent me this article that said, "No soy loca, soy ciclica I'm not crazy, I'm cyclical. Because like he was noticing like we had the same fight every 28 days, mm-hmm. <laughs> from, like like the same exact fight over and over again. And then he was just like, hey, like maybe we want to like clue into this fluctuation. Um, but it has really become a, a common ground and a place to get support and allyship, you know, in my, in my marriage. So, you know, I, I put that offer on the table too. I think it really can support everyone, you know, that that's around you.
0: Yeah. I totally you getting agree. Getting the support you need. I agree. And then you can be the support for somebody else. And like, you know, everyone's like, Oh, it's easy for you to talk about this. I'm like, this was not easy for me to talk about when I first three years ago like this was really hard I didn't even want to tell anyone what I did like I was really weird about it and now like it's just the more normal we create it and I liked what you said earlier I am also constantly living in between the world that exists and the world I would like to create and we do get a little bit of a bubble in our hormone health happy period bubble and you know like there's a lot of jobs like you really can't talk about your period. They'll say it's an HR violation, which sucks. And that's not true, but there are a lot of people who are experiencing that. So if you are experiencing that we reach out to us, we love to chat cycles and periods and become part of our community where we can make that your new normal. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yes. So good. So good. Yeah, I do. I do definitely forget that it's not all rainbows and butterflies but when I look back I had this idea over for over a year before I even started working on it because I knew that some people would think I was crazy for even bringing up the fact that there was a connection and I've had that comment over and over like are you sure this is really a thing I'm like it is uh my own experience so no I don't have a fancy like um longitudinal data study because no one's doing that about periods thank you very much but just because my experience and the experience of the hundreds of women i worked with is not like proof enough that it's a real thing
0: cool oh all the time like it's so funny I don't think any I think I was the only one surprised I started this company all my friends are like yeah I totally feel like you would like to talk about periods I'm like no as loud as I am it's not something I enjoyed until this um so if you're listening and you're like I could never say that out loud yes, we got you. We'll help you get there. We will support After you, you all say the like way. a
1: thousand times. It's not so weird. anymore.
0: <laughs> I was just at the pool the other day. Like at, we live in a condo and they were like saying something. I was like, oh yeah, that's just kind of my follicular phase. And the guy was like, what's that? And I told him and he was like, oh, like he was super into it. And then I was got delayed in the Denver airport and I was at like a bar and people were asking what I was doing. And I was like, it was a bunch of guys. I was like educating them. They're all married. I'm like this and this and this and all the different phases. And they were like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, go home and say thank you to your wife because her body goes through this all the time. And like, yeah, so <laughs> that's enough about myself. Yes, I, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> I love these conversations.
1: This has been awesome. Super duper fun.
0: Well, okay. We're wrapping up now. We've rambled a little bit, just our soap boxes we like to talk about, but What else would you say for someone who's just, I always say just dipping their toes in because it can be overwhelming. And I think we've talked about that. So what they leave knowing nothing else. What would you like them to leave knowing about tracking your cycle with your business?
1: I would say just start taking notes. So whether that's on Google Calendar, whether that's on the agenda period app, whether that's That's on-
0: I use it, it's awesome.
1: (laughs) Whether that's on a piece of paper is- Like the empowerment comes from the knowledge from knowing thyself like from like for so long we've been taught to seek outside expertise before trusting ourselves and part of that is because we just don't know because we weren't taught to track, we weren't taught to analyze. So the first step of really like getting the support for yourself is knowing what's going on. And so just jot down notes, jot down your mood, jot down your energy, jot down what you know, if you wanna jot down like the flow that you're having, Um, if you jot down your cervical mucus, jot down like any, even if you don't know what those words mean, just be like, oh, this weird thing is happening or is this normal or what's going on here? Because again, we've been taught that we're unpredictable and that's not true. I am here to bust that myth. We are very predictable, but we don't see the pattern if we don't pay attention, if we don't look for the pattern. So if you only walk away with one thing today, start taking notes about yourself so you can start to understand, okay, on days one through three, I tend to feel like this about my cycle. On day 20, you may have your own day 24 where you hate everyone. Uh, That's good, that is great information. So then you don't blow your life up every month by having a bunch of meetings on that day. Just start to get curious. Um, and know that you can trust yourself. You are a safe person and you are your own expert authority. So start taking notes. That is the number one thing I always say to everyone, just start writing it down so you can use your data for your own empowerment.
0: I love that. And that is so empowering. Like going within is so empowering. So the last question, it's a big one. I don't prep anyone for this one. If you've listened through the end of my podcast, you may know what's coming, but if we didn't have the period Sigma, Like, how is it like what would our world look like? How has it held women and menstruators back? Makes me want to cry. It Um, does. It also makes me want to cry when I truly think about it.
1: We spend, on average, right now, eight years of our lives bleeding. And when you think about the shame and anxiety and stigma, as a health coach, when I look at what the mind-body connection does, we do not love ourselves if we are full of shame because shame is like causes hate, self-hatred, anxiety. So when I think of like, already without knowing that women I think are the number one untapped resource on the planet in terms of the way that they're treated. But then we're also losing an, a, eight years of economic potential, educational potential. Women in the developing world lose on average one year of school to their male counterparts by the time they graduate from high school because they can't, like, and not everywhere obviously, right? But like where they can't afford the supplies, they lose on average a year of their educational experience. Um, that completely com- binds women unfairly So periods are political. This is a human rights issue. And that is why the agenda period will continue to live at the intersection between human rights, business and health and wellness, because this intersection impacts everything in our lives. So if there wasn't this stigma, women would be on fire, which I really think is part of the, you know, the design of the patriarchy is to keep the stigma there. So that we're not, we're not reaching that, that full potential. We're not using all of that potency for ourselves. And again, this is not about feeding some other system. It's about how do you get to show up in your own life for yourself? So everything would be different if we didn't have this stigma.
0: Yes. Like it is sad. And it doesn't, mean you want to cry when I think about it and just like, think about your personal life, how much shame I felt around my period and bleeding and thinking it's gross. And, you know, like it's not, and it's normal. And, you know, you said developing countries, but one in five girls in the United States misses school because she doesn't have access to period products. It's happening here too. So, and there are attacks. We live in Texas, which has one of the largest tampon taxes ever. So we'll get into that. And even like, think about like the luteal phase, right? Like think of how we like
1: that we are talking about imposter syndrome offline. Like the way we think about like the way we, it stops us from showing up because we just don't understand how to support those hormonal fluctuations because we see them as unpredictable rather than predictable. Right. So this impacts everything.
0: Yeah. And like to get real with whoever's listening, like we did have that talk offline. It's like imposter syndrome, something that nobody wants to talk about, but most people experience male and female or however you identify most people experience that but the luteal phase can be a big time for this like where we're really just questioning ourselves and that's two weeks out of our month and it takes a lot of mental rehardwiring, like therapy meditation coaching really focusing on yourself to undo those pathways so yeah I mean it's crazy
1: yeah so i am reimagining a world where like we just don't start there we're not putting women and menstruators at such a disadvantage from puberty and we actually see like in leadership where they where like where those paths diverge in terms of achievement in terms of leadership you know because it's like so hormonally basis the way we see ourselves is the way we think we are in the world and so we all deserve better because it's holding everyone on the planet back everyone it's not just affecting people who with periods it's affecting all of us
0: yeah it affects every single person well thank you so much for coming on and being vulnerable and real with us and getting to talk about periods and your story is so encouraging and inspiring and i hope whoever is listening will go download the app right after it's the agenda period app it's in the app store i use it it's amazing it's a paid app and there's a great reason for that it gives you a lot of insight and resource that it's really like that extra little support system or that support buddy. So yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Awesome.